Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Should be called Boxing Rumors Today. Today. But um, let's have a look and see what's going on in the world of boxing around the world, starting off with Jaime Munguia, who um, wants, wants a few fighters, uh, Charlo Golovkin, Benavidez. <laughs> so let's have a, have a read what uh, he's going after. Okay. In a nutshell, Jaime Munguia and his promoter, Asuka De La Hoya, and this courtesy, uh, story is courtesy, by the way, Dan Ambrose over at BoxNews24.com, our good friends. And uh, Jaime Munguia and his promoter, Asuka De La Hoya, have a three-fighter shortlist for the next one after Jaime's 10-round headliner bout against Sergei on June 10th. Uh, the writer says, it's not a good idea for Munguia to look past the 37-year-old Derevyanchenko, because he might not have enough left to pull off an upset in this particular fight. Munguia seems to be waiting uh, on a big payday fight against Triple G and Canelo Alvarez to fall in his lap forever. Still, it's never happened. It doesn't look like it ever will. Munguia hoped for fights with Triple G, Jermel Charlo, David Benavidez, and the two guys De La Hoya wants, most of all from Munguia, Agolovkin and Charlo, which are winnable fights. Benavidez is way out of uh, Munguia's league. I agree. So it's likely that the whole process, sorry, the whole purpose of De La Hoya mentioning his name is to get attention for Jaime. It would be a good idea for Munguia and De La Hoya to forget about the 41-year-old Golovkin because it's doubtful that he'll bother fighting him. Golovkin might never fight again. If he does, it'd be a big name. Munguia isn't a big name, unfortunately, for him. Let's move along to a bigger name, slightly bigger. Ryan Garcia. Also courtesy of boxnews24.com, Matt Lieberman says, Ryan Garcia took to social media to deny that he plans on fighting Manny Pacquiao. Earlier, Ryan's promoter, Oscar De La Hoya, told the media that the 44-year-old Pacquiao is a very real option for uh, the, a summer fight for Garcia. In reaction to De La Hoya's comment, Ryan posted on Twitter saying, quote, this isn't happening. I said what I wanted. And if you recall yesterday's uh, story, Ryan's small list of fighters isn't A-level, and neither is he. So it'd be one of these uh, things that if Ryan were rejecting fighting against Pacquiao in favor of Regis Progress, for example, Subriel Matias, or Josh Taylor, but none of those guys, he's not looking at fighting next. So his three-fighter list is Roly Romero, Isaac Pitbull Cruz, and Teofimo Lopez. Okay, Said it yesterday, said it again not Manny Pacquiao. Anyway, as this writer said, he goes, as bad as this list is, Ryan likely loses all three of them because they can punch and they'll be sure to target his breadbasket, knowing that he's vulnerable to the body. You can't blame De La Hoya for wanting Pacquiao for Ryan Garcia to fight next because Roly Pitbull Cruz and Teofimo aren't pay-per-view fighters. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. 
Uh, speaking of David Benavidez, the promoter of David Benavidez aired the latest on a possible clash with Canelo Alvarez after revealing he was offended by public statements on negotiations. Canelo is due to battle Benavidez as the WBC mandatory challenger. However, the former pound-for-pound -pound king has so far looked disinterested. The Mexican superstar is more entertained by the idea of a rematch with Dimitri Bivol than fighting with his compatriot in a mega fight for his home country. Now, Samkin Lukowitz, who handles the best interests of Benavidez, sent an open letter to Canelo's trainer and manager, Eddie Reneso, on the matter. Dear Eddie, since you have chosen to conduct our negotiations for David Benavidez to face Saul Canelo Alvarez in public, I'm forced to correct a few mistakes you made in claiming you haven't received any offers. He continues, on Monday, May 29th at 4.45 p.m., I emailed you what I'm sure would be one of the most lucrative Canelo Alvarez's career offers to face Benavides. Please know that you indeed have the offer to face Benavides, a sizable one. I must tell you that I'm offended by your claim that I'm fantasizing about making this fight happen. If you can also not find this open letter, no one tells you about it, but anyone who knows, and please let Eddie know. In addition, I will send the same offer at any time for him to communicate with Canelo Alvarez. All he needs to do is provide a working email address, apparently. Sincerely, Samson Lukowitz. Previously, Benavidez's father, Jose Sr., had questioned whether Canelo would ever face his son in the ring after years of delay. Jose had even stated his belief that Canelo would only face also ran opponents for the rest of his career. I consider him Canelo, with all due respect, done as a fighter. Benavidez Sr. Uh, told uh, the reporters in Mexico, he is worn out. First, we saw him with a knee injury, and now he injured his hand. Now we can see that Canelo is starting to drink. He's beginning to enjoy life. But he has all the right to do that because he's been a very disciplined fighter. He's many businesses now, and he's not focused 100% on boxing. Now he's playing golf. This requires time and dedication. I think Canelo should stay at golf and start a career there. I've heard he's a very good player at golf, and there's no age limit to play that sport, added Senor. Uh, whether Canelo versus Benavides can happen next, potentially in September, on the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, or even the high-profile return to Mexico, is anyone's guess. One thing is sure, most fans would like to see that fight over a Bivol rematch. Let's cruise along to an absolutely wonderful story that shocked the heck out of me. Uh, in a re, because we're always talking about the heavyweights and we're always talking here on Talk and Fight about trying to unclog that heavyweight division. Well, talk about reclogging it. Here we go. In a recent interview with Boxing Social, American contender Michael Hunter stated he felt he was the best fighter north of 200 pounds and that he has what it takes to beat the likes of Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. He said, I feel like I am the best. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are the top names. These are the big names, and people would want to see it. I think the way I fight with my ring IQ is enough to beat those guys. I can compete with the best for sure, and I believe I beat them all. I just haven't got the opportunity to show it. I've been highly ranked and close to mandatory positions before. I just haven't been able to capitalize on it. And as we all know, as a sidebar, 
Hunter has always been regarded as a good talent in the ring. However, inactivity and promotional issues have stunted his career in the past few years. So let's see what happens on that front, if anything. Maybe he can take on Jared Anderson. Uh, to wrap us up on this particular show, let me rip through the uh, June fights. Wow, quite a few of them, I must say. And this is a list courtesy of VSPN staff writer Michael Rothstein. Uh, Joshua Franco versus Kazuko Yaoka. 12 rounds for Franco's WBA Junior Bantamweight title. That's taking place on my birthday, June 24th. Birthday uh, cards are welcome. Number two, Josh Taylor versus Teofimo Lopez. 12 rounds for Taylor's WBO Junior Welterweight title on June 10th. Number three, one of my favorite female fighters, Jernika Johnson's going up against Ellie Scottney. 10 rounds for Johnson's IBF Women's Junior Featherweight title on June 10th. Clarissa Shields going up against Maricela Cornejo. 12 rounds for Shields' undisputed women's middleweight championship. That's taking place on... Where the heck's that taking place? Did I say date? No, I didn't. Come on, let's have a quick look here. When's it taking place? Well, the only fight... Maybe it's taking place uh, this weekend. Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it's happening this Saturday. All right, let's move on. Number five. Regis Progress versus Danielito Zarillo. 12, 12 rounds for Progress. WBC Junior Welterweight title, June 17th. It's a good defense and a homecoming for Progress, by the way, uh, taking place in New Orleans. Number six, Carlos Adamas versus Julian Williams. 12 rounds for Adamas WBC interim middleweight title, June 24th. Again, on my birthday. going to be a good night. Jim Sayu versus uh, Carlos Acampo, 12 rounds for Tayu's uh, WBO interim junior middleweight title, June 18th. Got to say, Tim's looking good these days. Um, number eight, Marilyn Rivas versus Nazarino Romero, 10 rounds for Rivas' WBA women's junior featherweight belt on June 10th. Rivas is out of uh, Venezuela, by the way. Number nine, speaking of the women, Nina Hughes versus Katie Healy, 10 rounds for Hughes, WBA, women's bantamweight title. That's taking place on June 10th. Number 10, Fernando Martinez versus Jade Barnio, 12 rounds for Martinez, IBF junior bantamweight title. Again, June 24th, hot and heavy date for sure. 11, Sonny Edwards versus Andres Campos, 12 rounds for Edwards, IBF flyweight title on June 10th. And rounding out my list of the top 12, the dirty dozen, Number 12, uh, Maizuku Hiruta versus Casey Morton. Mm. 10 rounds for Hiruta's WBO Women's Junior Bantamweight title, and that takes place on June 13th. Hiruta Forno won the title back in December and makes her first title defense in Japan against Morton, who's 11-3-3, by the way, a largely unknown American fighter who has once challenged for the belt in 2019, a loss to Mio Yoshida. So there you go. That is going to be a great month. Oh, we're already in June. So a great month ahead of us. And that wraps us up for today. Thanks for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Gore and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up.